Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. Today, I am here with the amazing Aggie Lal, also known as uh, your biohacking bestie. Aggie is a very special person. She's She got famous through traveling the world and got interested in biohacking as a form of self-healing. An amazing person. I just enjoy consuming her content and felt compelled to, to have her on and to talk a little bit about the challenge, the age reversal challenge that she is um, that she's undergoing right now, that she's launching and um, that I'm hoping many people are going to do with her. Today in this conversation, a few takeaways that you can take as her favorite biohacks, favorite things to do as far as uh, reversal of age and, and how to do them as well. We're going to learn about her journey and, and we're going to talk about traveling and biohacking. And maybe last but for sure not least, we're going to talk about injecting joy and um, childlike wonder into everything that we do in life. And this is on its own something that is very strong as far as biohacking and longevity because we know that the number one thing that drives longevity is the relationships that we have and the overall content that we feel about our lives more than any other modalities. This conversation did not uh, center specifically around skin and uh, skin health, but uh, it definitely looked at living our life as a whole and having it manifest in good youthful skin. And we did touch uh, on a few topics that are uh, revolving around skin aging. Uh, before we dive into today's conversation, I would like to share a review of one of our valued uh, Biohacking Beauty listeners. And actually, I had such a nice time recording the episode with uh, Daniela Schenker, which is uh, the head of uh, Fresh Beauty Center in Switzerland, that I'm gonna read a review someone left for her saying, Danny, this is amazing. Obviously ex- expected nothing less from you. Really great info. Keep up the amazing work. Much love. And I agree. She's amazing. And this episode, if you can listen to it, I um, warmly recommend it. And if you haven't done so already, we would greatly appreciate it if you could take two seconds out of your day to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you're consuming this content. Even a one-word review would be amazing. Your ratings and reviews greatly help uh, with the growth of this podcast, which helps us educate and reach more people. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's uh, conversation. All right, Aggie, welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. It's, It's a real pleasure having you on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I feel like a biohacking beauty already. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of you kind of are. You know, it's it's interesting, uh, and I'm sure we're going to get to it in a second. But normally, when we, when we talk about like biohacking and the effect on the skin and stuff like that, it seems to me like most of the people who are interested in it have already are trying to reverse the wheel, where where you know you are situated perfectly to kind of address things before they become serious, right? Which, which obviously everyone wishes they, they had, but, but uh, you're a good, good, uh, good candidate to, to maintain what you have and not o- only try to reverse the wheel. So for us as a skincare company, obviously, that's the best uh, opportunity. That's when we want to start with a person. Oh, thank you. I honestly feel like it's one of the, there's so many things I would like to impact just with what you just said. Cause first of all, it's, you know, I do believe that aging is a self-fulfilling prophecy. So we're being mm-hmm. told that by 30, you know, it's time to watch out instead of just like coming from the very place of like, you know, as, as you're a child, you're not trying to be an adult. You just, yes, take the responsibility and full ownership of your life. But at the end of the day, do not use the childlike wonder because that's the thing that's making us age you know it's not the biohacking and one of the things i resonated with you guys that it's like there is a tendency with biohackers to get very serious and very like masculine anal excuse my word about like following the protocol and it just i'm like yeah but like what's the point the point Mm -hmm. is live longer but like if i have to live in this like military regiment like, sorry, but I'm not signing up for that. So I think what I really like about biohacking, the way I understand biohacking is 
how do I combine my childlike wonder and sense of play and just having the energy to make my dreams come true and travel the world while using technology and science to my advantage, you know, like it's, let's just not forget that we're doing all these biohacks and we're, you know, we're like doing all of these things for the, just so we have more energy to do the fun things. And, you know, it's just the means to a goal. It isn't goal in itself. And so, yes, if you're watching this and you're 25, like, great, like you're still like, you don't have to undo, uh, I don't want to say undo the damage. And when I think of the aging damage is that idea that you need to kind of get more serious as you age and you look at yourself like, oh, I'm 35, I guess I need to settle down. But also mm-hmm. like, and if you're 45 watching this, like forget everything that the society told told you to to be at that point, you know? Yeah. You stay as young and uh, as as light as possible, you know? And that's use all the hacks possible. But just remember that at the end of the day, we're here to play and to live our purpose uh, on this planet. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know a lot of the times. So first of all, everything you said is like pure gold. Uh, we can we can you know play it in a loop in someone's ears and they'll have a better better experience in life in general. And I agree with you. You know, a lot of the times where when we talk about when we have conversations about the uh, essence of young goose, right? Because a lot of the times you're talking to the, the marketing the marketing aspect, the, your marketing team, and it, we try to get to the essence. Like, what do we really want to do? What impact do we want to create? in the mm-hmm. world, in, in our users. And a lot of it is we want to make them resonate more with who they see in the mirror. Because a lot mm-hmm. of the times we feel if we walk around, if we hiked in nature for two weeks, three weeks, a month, a year, whatever that is, we kind of forget the wrinkles that we see in the mirror. We forget, you know, the uh, limitations that we impose on ourselves. We We become our true selves, which really does not change that much as we grow older unless we we make a change so mm. a lot of the times when i imagine that person looking in the mirror and experience some some kind of dissonance between who they feel on the inside and who they see in the mirror that's the person i want to help the most that you know to create a change beautiful. in their skin that's so beautiful and i think it's just like i always like to say may my biology matches the energy that i yeah. feel on the inside and how i feel about myself right that's yeah. so beautiful, like such a beautiful mission, honestly. And I love what you're doing. And it was, it's, I think it was high time for someone to reinvent, reinvent the skincare. And one of my very good friends is a chemist. And, you know, we've been chatting for years now how skincare has been quite lazy when it comes to innovation and technology because it was been quite abusive when it comes to the customers. Like when you go to Sephora, you realize that what you pay for and what the big companies uh, with fancy names put inside their product is a ripoff, right? Like it's just quite incredible that it has been going on for so long. And I think there is this new wave of like science backed technology. That's like, Hey, why, why is no one actually making the best skincare out there? It almost feel like people were holding back or like, you know, overcharging for product that don't have enough active ingredients or have a lot of fillers or whatever it might be. And again, I don't have enough experience because I'm not a chemist, but because my best friend was a chemist, she really opened my eyes and she helped me read all the like labels and stuff. And so I was like, I was like, wow, this is like immoral, you know, like, why is, why is this happening? And sure enough that I'm sure you can relate to that. Uh, And I think one of the reasons we got into it, no? Yeah, and I think it's in many levels. You know, a story that I like to tell, which has nothing to do with skincare, but I think, you know, shows some of the hidden agendas that are going on out there is, uh, did you you hear about, you lived in Australia for a while, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Did you hear about the, um, the lawsuit against McDonald's in Australia? No. So a person won a lawsuit against McDonald's, which forced McDonald's to admit that they were buying inedible meat, meat that's not meant for humans, it's rancid, you know, expired, and they would basically laundry it with chemicals to make it at least not not kill anyone. But it's definitely not the best meat in the world, right? Wow. So unfortunately, you know, skincare is as, as um, let's call it, is as unscrupulous. Like you can buy, you can have the same uh, active ingredient. Like you can see a brand, 
you know, not naming any, not throwing yeah, any brand I'm, I'm under the bus. I'm holding back a lot, but it's tempting. <laughs> yeah, but like you can see a brand selling, you know, some kind of like a peptide, okay, for, you know, $3 a bottle, $5 a bottle. You're not necessarily risking yourself. Actually, quite the opposite. There's not a lot there. You know, you want clean yeah. skincare that's as clean as you can get because there's nothing there, you know? So that's why you... You have difference in brands, even if the formula looks the same. And obviously, we can get a lot into it. There is there is a lot there, but it is prevalent in in every every aspect of of health that we can imagine. We talk one hundred percent. And yeah. I think the best thing you can do with young goose, and then it's going to be my little challenge for you, is All not right. only explain to people why young goose is good and works and why it's better than the other products, but actually help women go to a you know to. I don't know, Sephora and be able to actually read labels, right? Because I was like, yeah. when I go and eat something, you know, I never used to have to read labels. And now, you know, there's this like a little meme and like how much time you spend in a supermarket. Me actually putting food in my basket, 5% and 95% is reading the labels. I mm-hmm. wish that was the same for skincare, but a lot of times the names are so complicated. We just go and look. I'm like, this is yeah. pretty, oh, this is like what's been recommended on Instagram and whatever. So yeah. there's... There is no basis on why certain skincare is good. It's just basically all like an influencer or like a big celebrity is using it or, you know, whether it's Kylie or whoever is promoting it. And you realize I'm like, when you actually look why, why it's so much hype and why it's so expensive, you realize there's no basis for it. So my yeah. goal would be for women to be so educated about skincare, whether they use your product or not, they have enough awareness and enough knowledge. They're going to go to Sephora, spend 95% of time reading labels, actually knowing what they mean and being actually, I might be spending more on a more expensive product, but I know it actually will do something. So I'm, I can either use soap or just save for a more expensive product. Yeah. I think first, you know, for sure. And another thing that I think is missing in the in the in the industry is like having a budget in general for your mm. for how you look. You know, most people are very sporadic as far as what they buy for their skin for their whether it is like procedures or what they put on their skin, and that is not like the best decisions when you're talking about a health of an organ. You should have like a, a yearly budget. You should you know budget out what you are willing to. But you know why it's why it's like that, and I I can definitely relate because it's like at the end of the day. We have all bought $400 products Mm -hmm. that didn't do anything. So I think over time, you just kind of lose trust and you feel like you become more and more reluctant to invest. Because at the end of the day, if if someone told me like this skin hair 100% will reverse the biological age of your skin, the skin on your face, Mm -hmm. if you had a 100% guarantee, uh, would you be able to spend that money? then I think that would be a very different conversation than for people to just like, this cream works. Cause you know, there's like, you know, you go to CVS and the cream's like 85% of women noticed better skin. Like mm-hmm. that's the claim for every single product out there. So it makes me wonder like, you know, like it, it's a really difficult market to be in because at the end of the day, you are working against every, every single cream that has been lie, lying about what's inside and why it works. Mm-hmm. And so to like, to, make people believe that after all of these trials and errors, like this is actually the one thing that's going to work. It's really hard and hence no budget because it's kind of like a guessing game. So it's like, it comes across as a luxury. I'm like, I don't have the luxury to uh-huh. take another product. You know, my bathroom is full of products that I never finished because I just didn't really see anything, you know, it's sure. like using and it's not looking great. But I have to say it's been less than a week using Young Goose like consistently. And it's like after day three, like I go to the gym and I'm like, my gym face this is usually you know like it's it's incredible and i was like oh fuck this is this is good we need to do a podcast because i already see the results but i agree with you and imagine that the more you invest let's say you have a you know a hundred dollar budget you know for Mm -hmm. a skincare company normal skincare company 90 percent is advertising so 90 90 dollars out of a hundred dollars of a budget budget includes Mm -hmm. you know buying raw material making products making the box, whatever that is, 90% is, is yeah. uh, marketing. So it's very difficult if you are like 10% marketing or less even to compete because they can, you know, kind of spin and that, the truth I a little more. I know you're true. Uh, you're right. Because um, the 
my friend who was a chemist, she produced creams for very big celebrities around the world and, you know, worked for very big companies. And when she told me how much is like the, cause the cream is bought per liter or per mm-hmm. pound, like whatever, depending on which country you're in yeah. and the prices were like incredible. Right. Yeah. The, the, I just saw like the, the margin that people have. And unfortunately it sucks. But at the end of the day, I really believe that women are really waking up and I think women are kind of bored with the whole marketing and i think yeah. modern woman the biohacking the biohacker woman you know the biohacking queen is someone who learns how to think for herself and no longer trusts brands that are you know as on billboards and uh-huh. they can use their discernment to actually do their own research and realize that actually you know for me like it's not even the marketing is the packaging and your packaging is actually really nice so like fair play Cause it's like, it has to be like, it's, it's out there. It's in your bathroom or in your fridge. Yeah. You don't look like too weird, obviously. But at the end of the day, it's like, I think it's like, I see how the change in me, I see the change in my girlfriends and women are really becoming very conscious and very particular about how they choose their skin products. So I, I really believe that this is the new era of women that are just like taking full ownership. I think, you know, you're right in, in a lot of cases. Obviously, women in general, they're getting uh, kind of em- emancipated. Like, it's, I, I, you just wrote a beautiful post about uh, the International Women's Day. You're kind of oh. addressing that, that empowerment of women, which I thought was uh, fantastic. And so that actually, I'm very curious because you are kind of a jack of all trades. Like, you became famous, you know, documenting travels. You, are, you, you dance, I saw on, on Instagram. You, you have many talents. And someone like you, you know, kind of travel of, of the world, I wonder how, how you met even biohacking. Like, how did it come about that, that you're interested in it? Oh, super interesting. Well, I think I, I got into the whole, like, mindset empowerment slash self-development about 12 years ago and i really like mm-hmm. that book you know fell in love with tony robbins but mm-hmm. then i got to the point where i realized that like there's only so much you can do with the mindset but if your biology doesn't reflect that you know you're gonna feel still depressed you're gonna still feel confused you're still gonna feel like being motivated is really really hard so then i realized, oh it's actually quite connected so i did even tony robbins thinks that now you know Even Tony Robbins thinks that now he's all about biohacking now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He definitely like <laughs> we both. He got inspired by me. No, yeah. just kidding. But definitely, like he realized that this is this is all beautifully connected. So when yeah. I work on mindset and biohacking, that seemed like the natural thing. And so what did I do ten years ago? I thought I did the right thing and became vegan. You know, and so mm-hmm. after. <laughs> After five years of uh, being vegan, losing my hair, have, have massive like hormone issues, my skin breaking out, losing my hair in patches and putting on wow. weight, like I ran on weight. I was like, wait, I thought I was eating all healthy, having this vegan cheese and uh, mm-hmm. fake butter and, you know, all the things that I thought I was eating, like, you know, like tofu yeah. and whatnot. And so, you know, cheese or whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like not, not butters, and, not the nut mm-hmm. butters, but like the soy cheese yeah. and vegan pizzas and everything. So then that I, I was a little stubborn. So I was like, okay, must be something else. I'm just going to see if I can do it any other way. And obviously following up Dave and him talking a lot about like eating meat, I still wasn't convinced. I wanted to be a good person. And for me, a good person meant that like me being healthy doesn't mean that animals are suffering. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I would hear people say that actually, regardless whether you're vegan or not, they're, they're animals killed in the process, whether they're little rabbits, they're like insects, mm-hmm. foxes and whatnot. So there is no, it's a bit of like a circle of life that if you're on this planet and if you want to eat and survive, there are like animals like that are being killed in the process. And I came from a place of like trying to do my best to avoid it, to come from a place of like deep gratitude and reverence mm-hmm. and realizing, well, like, wow, actually I probably can't avoid you know, for uh, for bees and, and foxes and little rabbits to be killed in the process of making an avocado or a mm-hmm. lettuce, but it can really come from like a deep, deep respect of how this planet operates and, and just like being really, truly grateful for it. That's one. And then second, 
I got really into Weston Price. I don't know if you know, but he was of a course. Dentist. Yeah. And he, you know, organ made. I was like, oh, dang, that sounds like the worst thing on the planet for a vegan. And so it was pandemic and I could never find a liver, but I found one French restaurant that was doing like liver pate. I was like, okay, once mm-hmm. a day, I'm going to have a delivery from that restaurant of liver pate. And within a week, I felt, oh my God, I feel so great, you know, because I wasn't nibbling. 20 mm-hmm. times a day and I had all that energy I was like oh wow like my body functions very differently and so I immediately not immediately but it felt like immediately after that that I was able to like improve my hair really heal my skin and lose the stubborn weight that I just couldn't mm-hmm. you know couldn't get rid of and that was like the beginning and you know we always have to hit somewhat of a rock bottom to really get into it and so I've tried everything and, you know, I did everything. My gut wasn't great. Uh, I, I had heavy metals because, you know, I would have fish or whatever. So mm-hmm. all of these things were like the biggest gift because I think I <laughs> went through everything. And plus I'm a, like a total nerd. So I love reading books. And so I think I, I actually started, I went to my Audible and I listened mm-hmm. to 40, uh, sorry, 400 science books. Uh so you get to a point where you're like, okay, cool. I'm slowly getting a hang of it. And the more I learn, the more I realize how little I know, as it usually yeah. happens. So it's like this funny, like, I know how little I know, actually. So it's very, um, it's, a, it's a beautiful experience. But I think at the end of the day, it's just being a biohacker. It's not about knowing it all. It's just knowing how to ask the right questions. Yeah. And it's interesting because... I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the the challenge that that uh, you have yeah. almost you're almost launching it. Like I mean, it's launching uh, any day now. By the time this comes out, it would be very close. But this is very you know it's very unique to me because most of the time the person who provides a course provides a a journey is a person that is far removed from the journey of discovery. Most of the time, you know, uh, a, a, a specialist in any field, let's say a doctor for that matter, mm-hmm. it means that a long time has passed from the time he, he was privy to the information until he has become a, an expert, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we can go to the magic number of 10,000 hours or, or whatever we want there. But what is very interesting to me is that you are, as, as we go back to that uh, wo- uh, childlike wonder and kind of incorporating it within your daily life to, as part of the formula to, to stay young. It's very interesting to me that you are doing a, a challenge that is coming from a, a place of discovery. Like you're still excited about it. You're, you're, and, yeah. and now you want other people to kind of follow your steps as far as how do you kind of expose yourself to the best yeah. information? Well, that's a, that's a beautiful thing, right? We always feel like we need to become the absolute expert. And that was mm-hmm. my entire life until we actually get to like share it with the world. And I think what has given me permission is to realize that I genuinely believe that it's like, I never come across in my courses, like, I know it all. This is exactly what's going to do. I come from a place, listen, these are the books. This is what this person is saying. This mm-hmm. is what uh, David Sinclair is saying. You know, this is what Zach Bush is saying. And this is what I have tested on myself. Doesn't mean it's going to work for you. No, because we're all different, you know, yeah. and we share only 10% of our mi- microbiome. However, look here, you know, like this is just like, um, I think I just help women become curious about their health. And so I present them the, because let's be honest, a lot of these beautiful books and a lot of podcasts are very scientific and it's kind of hard to follow. And yeah. so with my team and we have like a medical researcher, we go to PubMed and I'm like, how do we turn it into a super simple graph and a super simple comparison that like someone who has two kids and a full-time job and is watching my course, driving a car actually still can get it because, you know, even the word mitochondria sounds very, very <laughs> fancy and we can go into like all the scientific terms. Yeah. And I guarantee every doctor out there would explain mitochondria better than I did. But I got to a point I'm like, because I didn't understand it. I understand it in very simple terms. So I think the biggest feedback when it comes to my challenges is from my audience. It was like, oh my God, I finally understand what it's all about, right? Because yeah. it's just simplified. And it's like, you don't need to know all the precursors and whatnot to get yeah. the gist of what's happening. And I think my biggest gift uh, with my challenges, whether it's the anti-aging challenge or, you know, the, the one about losing weight. I don't know if I can tell the name, uh, fit as fuck. <laughs> but it's literally, oh, that's great. Yeah, it's literally how to be fit as fuck. And uh-huh. it's, um, 
And the other anti-aging one is called Benjamin Button because I really believe you can age in a reverse. Yeah. And so I realized, I'm like, cool, like if we can translate this complicated medical research into really easy to digest videos so they feel like I'm their biohacking bestie, like I'm, I've got their back, I'm going to do the boring work and just explain to you. Because at the end of the day, you know, when you read it like an epic book, you want to call yeah. out your best friend and just <laughs> now. But like, then you, you, you. Butcher the book completely. Yeah, well, I hope I hope I don't. I hope I was a part of me like, but yeah, it was like, oh wow, like I just read, you know, like they yeah. did this. So I had a, I have one of my best friends that we would always exchange like the best parts about the book. She was reading one book, I was reading another. It mm -hmm. was like a really like a like a book club, right? In a way. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to think that like, you know, all the anti aging challenges. Like, I know where to look. I've gone. I I don't want to say I influence traded the biohacking community but mm -hmm. i kind of know like who's the real deal and who's kind of like doesn't know what they're talking about and i just know who to listen to and i'm like yo this is actually pay attention pay attention to be honest with you first of all you, you, i think that that's the perfect thing to say you know i i i came from the outside you know we say in hebrew it rhymes in hebrew but uh, a, a guest for a minute sees everything that's wrong you know it sounds way better in hebrew but um <laughs> Uh, Everything we, always does, by the way. <laughs> Sounds very wise. You're like, oh, wow, that's very neat. Oh, yeah. And it means, oh, it goes shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so uh, I agree with you that the person from the outside could definitely give a perspective to other people who are coming from the outside. It give a much better perspective than someone who's very immersed and, and grew up in the industry and maybe has some emotional ties to certain people and not other people. So I, I really yeah. like that that idea. And in the, in the same you know, in the same uh, breath, I think it's, you know, most the, the, the question that I get the most coming for people who are interested in health or see me, you know, as we talked off air, I do a lot of contact sports, a lot of uh, uh, rough and uh, macho men. And they, the joke is that I look much younger than my age. So, so the, oh, the question I mean, that, it's a fact, it's not a joke. <laughs> so the, the question I get the most is what is biohacking? Like, wh what does it mean? Uh, do do hmm. you, do you get that? Is the, I get that. Those... And I, I came up with a quite a simple answer and mm -hmm. maybe it's oversimplified, but I believe that biohacking is kind of like eating all the food you were always told that you shouldn't have because you understand how to eat it and when to eat it. And it's also about allowing your body to do its job because at the end of the day, our body is perfectly fit to cleanse itself and and yeah. detoxify. Yeah, for sure. So supporting its body to do its job instead of interrupting it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's true. That's a problem with it. Like if we see a, a 70, 80, 90 year old person that takes, you know, 20 pills a day, not supplements, like 20, you know, pharma, yeah. pharma pills a day. You know what? What are what are we really seeing? We're seeing like one medication that helped a little bit, but messed it a lot up. And then you take another medication to balance those mess ups, and another one mm -hmm. to balance the balancing of the mess ups. So really, we are like superimposing something on our biology. Where I, you know, it's a beautiful explanation that within biohacking, we're really you know assisting our biology rather than going against it. So. I mean, yeah, yeah, perfect. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautifully said. And, you know, the sad part is that the, our grandparents are like the first generation that had access to so much, so much of the over the counter meditation, medication. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, over a hundred years ago, you would just use herbs to heal yourself. Right. It was just like, yeah. you know, thousands of years. And I recently had a little bit of my ayahuasca journey. It's a plant medicine. And mm -hmm. She came to me and she goes, oh, you're so cute thinking you're biohacking. It's like the ancient wisdom that's been out there, whether it's through a tribe or Chinese medicine that's been around for thousands of years, you know, like, oh, I'm biohack and walk mm -hmm. 20 minutes. And <laughs> she's like, yeah, Chinese medicine from 5,000 years ago said the same thing. Like if you take 100 steps uh, after a meal, you will live until you're 99. I think that's the Chinese medicine principle. And so it's really interesting that we feel like with biohacking, it's like the science-based approach to human optimization. But at the end of the day, we're just going back to what the humanity has known for thousands of years. It's our like innate wisdom of how to listen to our body. And yes, yeah, some of times we have to use supplements because the soil is depleted, but supplements are herbs, right? They're plants. Mm -hmm. Like it's part of the nutrition that we are supporting our biology. Uh, and we believe that our 
like our sta- natural state is thriving and having lots of energy and yeah yeah 100 i wanted to take a quick break from today's episode to chat with you about our young goose skincare products and our special offer for podcast listeners only Our products provide you with skin regenerative therapy that corrects the cellular damage that is accumulated over time and aims to lower the functional age of the skin. If you're a first-time Young Goose customer, we are offering the listeners of this podcast 20% off their first order by using the promo code PODCAST20 during checkout. If you are a longtime user, and have already tried our products, we highly appreciate you coming back, coming back to this podcast and listening to us, and also coming back and using our products. And we would like to offer you 10% off with the promo code PODCAST10. You know, it's funny. First of all, we are used to a world that today is we're more advanced than yesterday. So That's our Western philosophy. The Western way we live our lives is like yesterday yeah. is dead. They didn't know anything back then. Today we know everything. But not only that it's not true, we can see evidences in history where a lot of knowledge was lost. We can talk about the fact that, you know, uh, uh, Roman times, uh, the, the, the Roman society thrived and then Middle Ages came. And for a thousand years, it wasn't that great to live in Western society until the Renaissance came and kind of tr- looked at what happened a thousand years ago and started to build a new society, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you, ne- you need to be very careful uh, about saying that something is new and a new discovery and that we never knew it before, etc. Et uh, but on the other hand, I think w- the opportunity that we have today is that, you know, 5,000 years ago, we didn't really know why something worked, right? We said, oh, no, it's, it's the chakras and, and uh, the energy of this and that. And it might be the case, but it might be also the case that we built a story around a very successful molecule that if we isolated it and, and really, you know, made sure that we use it at certain times, we're going to get like crazy results. Yeah. So we have bo- the, the best of both worlds, ancient wisdom and, you know, novel technology. And I think that's yeah. like... Uh, the opportunity we have today. A 100%. Um, and I think it's just like, it's like I said at the beginning, it's like just understanding that you get, you get to see like what, you know, we all have different microbiome, you know, there's different yeah. theories of how even the very fact, how your body metabolizes carbohydrates is dependent, whether you come from like closer to equator culture mm-hmm. and background versus, you know, closer to the North pole, I came mm-hmm. myself as Polish. So like, I don't do well on the carbs, like they crash mm-hmm. me and they're not great, but I know girlfriends that can eat potatoes and rice and you know, they are crushing and they, they have, they feel great. So it's like, yeah, we are different in a way. And just like, there is no one size fits all. And it's also like, yes, and not yes, but you know, about a lot of these yeah. roles. Yeah, it's first of all, you're 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 completely correct. And sometimes, you know, people raise their eyebrows. They, oh, I don't know if I agree with that. First of all, there's nothing to agree with. There are genetic traits that are that are, that we know from, like uh, specific genes that we've isolated from specific areas in the world and how they interact with food. So, just the simplest explanation I can think of is uh, a lot of the. Predominantly, people from Iraq, from the Iraqi area, they can't eat fava beans because there is one gene that they don't have. So you know, this is something we discovered because it can be fatal. But most of the things that we eat aren't bad for us because they're fatal. They're a very slow poison that yeah. every day just kills us a little bit more. And that might be even worse than than having a some strong toxic thing that kills you all at once because. You know, we're not as people were really bad at noticing small changes over time. That's why again, McDonald's still still exists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so going back to to your kind of discovery of biohacking, what uh, what kind of biohacking modalities did you did you kind of like off the bat? What drew you as far as like uh, technology or you know food? We we didn't mention food, but like what were some of the first things that you tried and and Wow, I think the very first thing I tried was the uh, bulletproof coffee. Uh-huh. I just was like really interested in the whole idea of having fat first thing in the morning and extending mm-hmm. autophagy and 
again, there was uh, an ancient wisdom from, you know, from Tibet that they've asked yeah. people back. And that really intrigued me because, uh, you know, I grew up in a society that told me that be afraid of fat and butter is the root of all evil. Yeah. So the concept of drinking butter first thing in the morning seemed wild to me. And it really helped me like heal my relationship with fat and realize that it's, you know, fat does not really make you fat, right? <laughs> Yeah. Of all the things, probably I would just say sugar would be number one on the list. And so that was really helpful. But also I think it's just like the very journey of biohacking and constantly just trying new things and realizing that's like a really a mix of like, you know, me wearing my Apollo and my aura ring right now, but also mm -hmm. doing dry brushing this morning, right? So it's like a mix of like, is this biohacking? I guess it is, right? But just understanding that it isn't, you can use your red light therapy like yesterday. Um, I was using your cream doing red light therapy and dry brushing. And I was like combining the two, like is something that brings me the most joy and realizing what makes me feel the best in my body right so it's like yeah if there is a practice that biohacking practice that makes me too paranoid and i think that one of them is uh, checking my glucose with a cgm water uh -huh. it's just i do it once a year just to check like what are my levels you know i change my diet every year like you know what i mean like we feel like we eat yeah. the same thing but we don't so it's nice to check i'm like oh cool like how is my body responding to that? But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's just like, it gets to a point where we, we, we rely, I start to rely on technology and deciding how I feel, you know, like I don't ever check my aura ring first thing in the morning. I used to, but then it would dictate how I feel about my day. So I just like check it in the afternoon. How was my day? Oh, okay, cool. Good to know. Listen, you're, you're a great, ex I'm telling you, if some, if, if there is one thing I, I feel that can be learned from you is like your intuitive interaction with, Again, with en enjoying life and how you take on, you know, whatever whatever endeavor you're taking on, I think it's accidentally genius. I'm not I'm not even trying to to compliment you, but it is. No, thank you. Because what you're saying is this: these things, again, borrowing from a bro gym type of talk, these things, you know, kill my vibe. These things kind of, you know, yeah. <laughs> and these are the two things. This uh, this is your real aura ring, right? Like I don't yeah. wanna you know, check my aura ring. Maybe I want to get like a weekly report. That's what yeah. I do with my, I don't, I don't check it every day. I get a weekly report. Normally I also argue with a report. Hey, you don't know what you're talking yeah. about. I felt yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But uh, this kills my vibe. I don't want to deal with that on a daily basis. Uh, but this, on the other hand, like this technology really pumps me up and, and really, you know, gets me going for me. For example, I, I love the, the idea of an ice bath, for example, I don't only like you know, how I feel afterwards, but I like that fear I get beforehand and that it, oh. you know, I think going back to Anthony Robbins, like to Tony Robbins, like the, the old thing that he used to say was like to move your body in order to, to get energy, right? Yes. And, Change uh, your state. Exactly. And how he said, you know, if you're going to come back after, after work, you're going to be tired. You're going to sit on a couch. You're going to be very tired. You're going to walk around. You're going to do some sports. You're going to feel great. Kind of same thing with, with an ice. To me, an ice bath is the best. Like it's a fear that's always there and you can conquer it. And, you know, five minutes later, you've gone through the whole journey of fear, conquering it, feeling accomplished. So uh, that's something that, for example, pumps me up. And, and I think living the life through that, that interaction is, is ingenious on its own and, and should be, you know, a challenge on its own, to, to be honest with you. No, I 100% agree. And I think it's just like, Yes, if you don't have an opportunity to, to call it a plunge or call the bath, um, you know, dip your face into a bowl of ice, you know, and put your hands in or like you mm -hmm. guys mentioned, right? They're like cold feet. Yeah. Uh, but it's it, it's just so beautiful on so many levels. Like you said, first of all, you build trust with yourself. You build a relationship with yourself because you can see that you can do hard things and you said yes. the whole idea of hormesis. So like exposing yourself to good, small, time-limited Stress that yeah. helps you uh, manage the big stress in your life, right? So the big stress Absolutely. doesn't seem so big anymore. Absolutely, uh, you you raised a separate point that that is that is magical for life. So your word is your bond, kind of kind of attitude. You know, one of the things that are a lifelong project for me is that my word should be my bond. Whatever I say, you know, I follow up on that. And yeah. obviously, the kind of obvious thing is that oh, you're going to have good reputation. People are going to trust you. That's nice. That's a nice add-on. But the real, the real benefit from it is that when you decide something with yourself, you're going to have to follow up because the 
kind of the, the you're developing the muscles of of, of your words and Beautiful. what you mentioned yeah what you mentioned right now that's something I didn't put into words but it is it is that right it's like doing a high intensity interval your word is your bond training when you go to yeah. like ice bath or sauna or something like that yeah 100 and I think it's at the end of the day right like we it's also interconnected whether we are going to the gym or whether we're choosing our healthy diet even though there is a little donut in front of us it's more like I know I can do this donut but like will I respect myself you know like what you know whether it's temptation and craving and obviously there's a big part of um, cravings and biology and mm-hmm. dopamine and whatnot right and the, sh- the glucose uh, spikes but at mm-hmm. the end of the day it's just like it's it all comes down to your own relationship with yourself right and yeah. how you treat your body how you tr- like how seriously do you take yourself because most people yeah. take themselves very seriously but the wrong way you know they they can't make fun of themselves and they they you know their thing is like they're the center of the universe mm-hmm. at the end of the day they don't take themselves seriously they don't see themselves as like the main character in their life they just kind of like a like a background extra you know yeah uh, trying to shove the responsibility on others so i think it's really interesting to just like flip that completely don't take yourself seriously you know you just we're just all here for like a short ride on this planet and it's like make the most of it but also you're the main character of your life. So this is pretty serious, right? So take that responsibility and just like act accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. There is a uh, really, really beautiful book that I recommend everyone to read, which is called The War of Art. And this book is really about uh, being the main character. It's obviously about like uh, the book as a whole is supposed to make you not procrastinate, which is is fine. But really what I got from the book is being your own uh, main character because he explains how all of the destructive or subpar you know habits that you have in your life are really stemming from your ego trying to compensate the fact that you're not living up to your full potential or oh, uh, following your dream or or something like that uh, so it's a beautiful book. Like he explains, you know, religious fundamentalism and addictions to drugs and and uh, destructive behavior and everything that you could imagine that definitely makes our world less of a beautiful place to live in. He describes how all of it is by people not living up to their or following their dreams and following their passions and and, and letting themselves succumb to mediocrity. So oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful book. One of my favorite products, and indeed the product that started it all, the first product we ever released, is Care, which is an NAD boosting moisturizer. And if you haven't heard about NAD, this is the most important molecule in our body uh, and is also called the fountain of youth. So what CARE does, it raises NAD levels in the skin. And not only that, it also uses enhanced resveratrol and nine other supporting ingredients, providing the ultimate fuel for your skin's regenerative processes to dramatically improve deeper lines, brightness, texture, and pores, aside from being a longevity supplement for your skin, making sure that your skin is healthy, vibrant, and looks amazing for many, many years to come. So uh, give care a chance. So let's talk a little bit about the challenge, which I'm very interested yeah. in. Could you tell me a little bit about it? Like what should someone expect by doing this this challenge? How does it look like? Yeah, so I think I like to think that there nothing like this has ever been done before. So I combined science videos mm-hmm. where I basically put together all the information and it's based on uh, what's the right word, uh, way to eat, uh, what's the lifestyle to extend longevity, you know, uh, what are the supplements we have different extras, what's the best routine for the perfect skin, perfect hair, mm-hmm. you know, I've done all of it. And there's definitely like, there's uh, how to extend fertility, right? Uh, with a fertility expert. So we have all of this, like the science bit, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the one who's like the nerd and needs the proof there's all it's all there, you know, like refer PubMed and books and whatnot. So that's one part of the challenge. Then we have uh, a professional hypnotherapist. Wow. Who, 
uh, help us. Uh, there's that part, part of like coaching when we get to the very root cause of like really aging as a self-fulfilling prophecy and how to realize that, especially for women, you know, like you're a guy, so you can't really relate. But for women, we are being told that um, by the time we're 40 years old, like it's kind of like our time is expired yeah. and um, we're, you know, we're like, again, the background character of what's going on on the planet because we're, we're, yeah, we're like old, right? And how mm -hmm. to really heal that relationship with get growing older and make peace with that. I don't like to use the word age for me, growing old and aging are two different things. Yeah. Um, and so we have hypnotherapies that really like the hypnotherapies that are a hypnotherapist that I work with. Uh, she healed herself and many clients from eating disorders, bulimia. Uh, and so she really helps you have a beautiful relationship with food, with your own body and really just empower women. Then we have special meditation and affirmations. Then we have a, a big part of, you know, I'm a life coach. So I do a lot of the stuff that we use in coaching to realize what's the root call like the fear right like what's mm -hmm. the underlying of why you're afraid of aging and let's let's address that we also have workout plans we have a meal plans designed specifically to help you you know reverse uh, aging by anti-aging experts so there is it's a really unique um i like to think it's a very unique challenge because i think i was able to combine both because i i understand a lot of it is a self-fulfilling prophecy psychosomatic yeah. how can i address both i can't just tell people have the supplement which by the way highly recommend a lot of beautiful supplements including you know organ meat but at the end of the day if you don't address the root cause of why uh, you're having less and less energy and you're disconnected from the life force that you know and don't have a purpose uh then none of this will work you know yeah. <laughs> so i was like i need to combine all of it because it's not going to tell a full story and so sure enough when it gets to skincare we have beautiful expert dr Amy killen she talks a lot about stem cells and, and hair and whatnot and obviously she talks about the skin and we have your product as well because you you know our all roads lead to young goose. Uh, <laughs> after doing my research, I was like, I don't want to recommend a specific brand because I usually make it a point not to recommend a specific brand when it comes to my challenges. But this yeah. time I was like, it's hard not to, you know? Highly appreciate it. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I that's that's what we who we make the products for, right? We, we uh, I, I'm in love with, with the way that you think. First of all, it seems to me like you wanted to give people like you, you wanted to give people the fish and then you, you understood that they need to learn how to fish, you know, like yeah. oh, uh, beautiful. Always... I, I love that. Yeah. And so, so it seems to me a perfect balance between like opening the computer and uh, rewiring all the wires that are loose and, and kind of understanding really, you know, w what are the fundamental aspects that, that are not complete. And, and I think, again, going back to Tony Robbins, I think two things can happen. Even if someone, even if someone has their diet like dialed in or their meditation habits dialed in or whatever that is, I think either you're going to learn something new or repetition is the mother of all skill, right? Or you're going to mm -hmm. just get affirmations that what you're doing is correct. And that's why I feel like going and walking, no pun intended, walking in someone else's shoes and um, kind of uh, learning how they they see things is the, uh, the true uh, road to mastery. There's a reason that, you know, in ancient Greece, philosophers used to kind of talk between themselves and, and, and really uh, gather in communities. And that's where the real... Uh, discoveries into into this human psyche began be because you can't do it alone and you can't yeah. do it just by in your own head so yeah definitely 100 and it's very very like 2010 energy competition i'm gonna do it all myself look at me yeah. blah 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 and i think 2023 like uh, the new world that's waking up just sees that like no like we can go so much further if we go together and collaboration is the buzzword and it, people realize that we all benefit when we collaborate together and support each other versus compete against each other because it's just such a waste of energy. Definitely. Uh, I, you know, couldn't agree more. Uh, first of all, we are everything that you do, you're a part of a community that does it. Even if you're a loner, you're a part of the community of loners, okay? Yeah. <laughs> there is an old uh, course I did when I was 16, which was called Landmark. It has oh, many yeah, names. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I it know. Used to be, 
yeah, it used to be Est, the forum landmark. I did, I you know got to do it when I was when I was a teenager, and what really you know many things there were were an epiphany to me. And and obviously you're 16, you <laughs> you don't have a yeah, lot of yeah, life, yeah. life experience. <laughs> so I was you know in awe and with a lot of things that we did there. But uh, one thing that really really drew me was the fact that we were drawing circles like okay, you know, you have yourself, what are you interested in? This is what I'm interested in. Okay, draw a cer- you know, think of communities that are also interested in it. And you kind of realize through that drill that wherever you are in life, whatever you're interested, whoever you define yourself as, those micro blocks of who you define yourself, you're a part of a, a community that does that thing. Mm-hmm. And as we know, as we said, and, and, in, and obviously if anyone is doubting it, they should try it. When you're doing something as part of a group, as a community with a common purpose, there is no comparison as far as doing it on your own. So Yeah, well, uh, if you fully align with, you know, even if we all have the same message and the same product, the way we share it is very different because we use our own experience. So as long as we're not trying to mimic anybody, yeah, then we will always, the message, you know, the delivery will be always different. That's the whole point, right? It would lands differently with different people. Yeah, for sure. So how did you um, kind of choose the experts that you're bringing on? Is it is it people that you're most resonating with or, you know, how did you choose the people that you're working with? Honestly, it's not as hard as it might seem because mm-hmm. my goal is to like pick the best expert in, in the particular field. And I think the moment you dive into certain areas, it's becoming very clear who's like the leading expert. And so it's a, it's... It's really interesting because like people are expert, the biggest in what they do for many different reasons. Some of it could be marketing, right? Like same with yeah. Snicker. So just like listening to, for me, like what I admire in people is the ability to critically think and just seeing both sides of the story and yeah. and seeing the gray areas of like how it's not just black and white. And I think whenever I see somebody that is very very black and white and very like what would be the right word without sounding too aggressive, but you know, just like the one, my way or the highway. Yeah. And then I know it's like, okay, like this is someone's trying to just like market themselves, you know, uh, for whatever reason. So that I think the more you, you are in sit, whether in biohacking or in, and Ian, you just realize there's so many things that go into play that, um, just having that humility. And I think the true master and the true experts, understand that and have a lot of humility when speaking about certain topics and and understanding the complexity of each thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's not sexy maybe to go over complexity, to say, you know, that's as far as we know the best strategy or whatever that is. That's what we've learned until now. It's way less sexy and and, uh, way less, you know, cool than just saying, I got the perfect thing for you. You'll, you know, you'll, you'll, never need to do anything again for the next 1000 years because you listened to yeah. me for one day. Yeah, that's obviously, you know, again, we we were, as you said about the $400 cream, we've always made, we've, any one of us has made decisions hoping for a silver bullet and uh, realized that uh, the journey is the silver bullet, you know, and as you Beautiful, say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so again, uh, you know, uh, cultivating habits and 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 committing to the journey to me is is definitely the most important in Beautiful. anything that you do. Yeah, so maybe let's talk a little bit about what you do day to day as far as biohacking. You did mention red light. Do you have any other things that you're like obsessed with that you try to do often? What oh, what's no. your biohacking? So look many, like? so many. I wake <laughs> up in the morning. You know, I have my M M&M. and M. I meditate. I do breath work. For me, like breath work is one of the biggest biohacks out there. It's the amount, the degree it changes your state uh, too is incredible. And I think it's just like, it's the cheapest drug, breath, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and water. Then I go to the gym. You know, I meet Arnold Schwarzenegger every day at the Gold's Gym. Yeah, I saw saw it. Yeah, every day, literally. I was like, (laughs) yo, like there's, and the one day I don't see him, I see him riding a bike in front of my house or, Mm -hmm. you know, like in the, it's actually quite incredible how often I see him, like definitely more than any of my family and friends because he's there at the gym every day. And, you know, when I don't do weights, I go for a run or whatever. I just, that part of me that shows up and gets my body moving first thing in the morning. Uh, then I work, you know, on 
what I love on my purpose, which is like a big part of it. I make sure like right now, you know, it's midday. So this is my time where I'm just gonna go out and be in the sun for a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like we say, oh, midday. So I'm like, I'm going to be in the shade, but I need to like recharge my batteries. Right. Go yeah. inside after a couple of hours, uh, which is again, massively uh, overlooked, you know, and I always like to say we're planned with complicating, uh, complicated emotions. And yeah, we need sun, you know, the plant is dying. And it's like, okay, like hit it some water, some sun, and it's going to be all right for most, yeah. for most part. And so doing that, you know, one of my biggest biohacks is having a pet peanut butter because it's like the microbiome that he's supporting me, the level of play that he's always available for and the importance of nap and prioritizing rest. <laughs> he's just like belly up in yeah. the corner. So that's like, re- like, it's just like the most beautiful thing, right? This source of pets are such a great reminder that we are already here to, to, to play, you know? And to snuggle, like it really yeah. is the two things that we're here for. And so, and eat good food. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, dogs have a nail down. They're like, what are you doing, human? You're just wasting your time for most of the time of the day. Exactly. I do love red light. I do love a cold shower in the morning and then do my ice bowl if possible uh, to help with the swelling. I love having a warm bath before going to bed. It's also good for your lymphatic system. And yeah. Yeah, I love my supplements and it's just like, yeah, meditation spice and then breath work. Apollo, I do like. Um, there is an app called Newcom with binaural beats that help me relax. Yeah. So yeah. Um, these are just like- I love I love Newcom. I, I I prefer if I'm in my you know, in my house, I uh connect more with, with brain tap just because there is the uh the visual aspect, the uh flashing lights in the mm-hmm. eyes. But both of them, since we since we travel a lot, and I'm sure you would uh, resonate, Nucom is. I mean, it's it's invisible. It's in your phone, but it is one of the strongest biohacks that yeah. I can think of. One hundred percent. Plus, I like the music part of it. I was like, the music actually quite dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's it's uh it's definitely. I mean, I couldn't recommend it more. So that's that's kind of uh, something I super resonate with. Do you do anything? Do you still travel often? Yes. So I usually travel like 300 days out of a year. Wow. So just recently I have been home a little bit, just like resetting my stuff in LA. So I love it, right? I love being in nature. I love exploring the world. And so, you know, definitely need to buy. I don't get to do as many things when I travel, but at the same time, like these things actually matter even more so because you need that routine to get your body into like the calm nervous system state. Yeah, again, yeah, and that's definitely condensing your, your or really supercharging your learning curve because you can mm-hmm. really, you, you do go through a lot with traveling, whether it is, you know, Sad Guru talks about how it's it's the most stressful for the spine and that you should take care of your spine when you, you travel, you know, obviously like radiation, your skin, your your the exposure to blue lights, like there are so many things that are, that yeah. Travel exposes if your health is not optimal. That that I feel like is a uh, it's definitely a, a journey within a journey, like keeping healthy and not to talk about diet, you know. But yeah, Abby, uh, Aggie, listen, this was a fantastic. Uh, Thank you so podcast. much. I feel like you know we can talk for hours, and we should definitely do maybe a podcast specifically about like biohacking while traveling. I feel like yeah, that would be great actually. Yeah, so let's plan that. But uh, I super appreciate your your time. I want you to, because I haven't followed you for a long time, but the time I've followed you, that's what, one of my favorite accounts. Oh, I have to really? Admit. Thank you so much. Yes. So uh, do, me, do me a favor and tell, tell our audience how they can find you, how they can learn more about the challenge, which uh, obviously that's going to serve us. Anyone who's going to do the challenge is going to get better skin in the end, and they're going to think it's our products. So it's serving us fantastically. And um, yeah, what's the best way to get exposed to you? Okay, cool. So you can follow me on Instagram at Aggie. Um, that's where my main account is. I also have two more accounts. One is called Higher Self Academy, and that's mm-hmm. a home for all of my courses and challenges. Um 
this is a space for women to get together and just uh, be remembered of their reminded of their power. And I also have my own podcast called Biohacking Bestie, which is quite a similar name. I kind of like it. Uh, and yeah. that's where I basically get to chat to experts like yourself about biohacking and more so. So these are the three spots uh, that you can find me at. Fantastic. Yeah. And we'll have everything in the description. Uh, of this podcast together with uh, parceled out sections that you can jump back uh, and forward to if you wanted to invest more more time learning about something specific that we talked about here today. So again, super highly recommended challenge to take. Uh, I hope many of you uh, go ahead and do that. And uh, yeah, Aggie, that was fantastic. Thank I look you forward so much. To, to seeing you in, in uh, the biohacking conference in, in uh Yes, in yeah, June. I'll see you there. I'm excited All to right. connect in person. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank you. Take care. Before we end today's episode, I'm going to take some time to answer some listener questions. If you would like your question to be answered on the podcast, you can ask your question in a review on Apple Podcasts, and we will be sure to answer it on the next episode or, or an episode that, that is appropriate for that question. Uh, you can also leave it as a comment in, in uh, YouTube or on Spotify. In any case, let's get into the question. So the first question was uh, if we could talk about the difference between care and pro-care. So actually, they do have a similar name, but their function is completely different. The reason that they both carry the care name is because they're very fundamental within our system. So care is our staple product, uh, the product that started it all, started Young Goose, basically. And it's built to have a a, a kind of a kitchen sink approach uh, to skin longevity. So it has NAD precursors, patented NAD precursors that are nano-sized, can absorb through the skin. They're called NAD Noble, formerly known as NR Noble, and nine other other supporting ingredients. Some are patented, some are proprietary, such as uh, enhanced fermented fermented resveratrol, peptides, CoQ10, PQQ, astragalus extract, which is an amazing for telomere length and for senescent cells, etc. But that's kind of an overall approach. Uh, We, you know, we, we imagined if there was one product everyone should use, that would be this one. Procare is a very specific, as opposed to care, Procare is a very specific uh, serum uh, intended on treating senescent cells, which we have a whole episode on. So senescent cells are cells that are malfunctioning for the, for the just to give a, an overall approach. And these cells kind of drive aging, both in the skin and when they accumulate in the skin, they actually drive aging and inflammation in the rest of our body. So that is the main purpose of ProCare, but it is also there to stimulate uh, cellular renewal. It actually uh, reboots 14 different genes that are kind of getting, you know, their function gets lower with age, whether it is genes that are responsible for collagen production, elastin production, hyaluronic acid. So it's a serum. It's to be applied before care, but it is kind of a more specific anti-aging or age reversal approach in a serum form. So they don't replace each other, but they do complement each other. Second question is, when should I use the BioShield SPF 40, the sunblock that uh, recently got famous because Dr. Molly Malouf and Dave Asprey were talking about it in a podcast, and now all the world is is, uh, approaching us with questions about it. So the BioShield is more than a sunblock in our eyes. It protects you from all the external uh, drivers of aging, whether it is pollution, blue light, and also EMF, aside from the fact that it also protects from UV radiation. And the reason is is, is because all of those things, they drive free radicals, they drive uh, disruption of skin barrier, disruption of cellular function, and also obviously damage our DNA. So whenever, if, whether we're inside and we're exposed to artificial blue light, whether we're traveling and we're exposed to a lot of radiation and whether we're outside, basically any day, any time of day or night, if you're outside, you should be wearing BioShield. And maybe you're, you're not going to catch yourself tomorrow and say, I'm so lucky I, I wore BioShield yesterday. But definitely if you did it for a few years, you'd be very grateful to BioShield and to yourself. And the third question that uh, we got is uh, should products be refrigerated? And the answer is our products, for the most part, aside from our cleanser and our BioC peptide spray, 
They are actually, the bottles are special. They have a double wall, so they don't interact not with the air, not with uh, temperature, and there is vacuum inside the bottle, which is maintained throughout the use of the product. So technically speaking, no, they shouldn't, they could, there's no reason to refrigerate them unless you're over about 120 Fahrenheit. There's no reason, but it also does not harm the product if you're, you know, if you are cycle syncing, for example, or you're using products sparingly and you know they're going to last with you for over three, six months, a year, and you want to keep them fresh, yeah, you can put them in a refrigerator, no problem, and take them out when you want to use them, warm them up in your hands before you apply them on your face. And and uh, and uh, yeah, that, that could be a good solution as well, but not necessary. Uh, and that's all for, for today as far as the questions. Again, if you would like to, your questions to be answered on the podcast, you can ask your question in a review on Apple Podcasts or a comment on YouTube. Uh, if you don't have Apple Podcasts, and um, we will make sure to answer it uh, when it's appropriate or as soon as possible. So thank you very much. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please uh, subscribe and recommend anyone that, that you think could uh, use the information to, to um, tune in as well. Uh, have a great rest of your day, everyone.